All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 419 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And today, we're going to talk some more Atlanta Falcons football. Um, yesterday, we talked about uh, Georgia Southern and as far as how Coach Clay Helton has the team, you know, pretty much focused and ready to play football. A lot of quiet and you know silent rumblings going on at that program not much going on like we've been uh pretty much accustomed to for the past couple of years but don't want to repeat that and, and go down that road again if you want to check out that last episode it is on the platforms that we have here so you can check those out um but like i said we're going to talk about the Atlanta falcons and the passing attack and i think it's going to surprise a lot of people uh we're going to get into that in a little bit more as we do this show if this is your first time here welcome like i said this is the first and frame rate show i am vf baller i can be found on youtube and rumble i'm also on anchor stitcher spotify apple and google podcast and like i said today we're going to talk about this passing game because i recently did a video on my youtube channel uh so if you're listening on the podcast side of things you go to the youtube there's a little extra content over there um throughout the week you can check that stuff out recently talked about Auden Tate being uh cut and also Geronimo Allison was cut as well so as far as the wide receiver situation going we're starting to get uh, a, a really good vision of what the wide receivers gonna look like and I'm going to talk about what we have and why this wide receiver group should put you guys on notice and we're going to talk a little bit about the quarterbacks as well and, and I'm gonna be honest with you uh they look really good out there. They look, both of them. And I know I talked about Desmond Ritter possibly threatening to get the number one spot. Mariota looked pretty good too, you know. And uh, like I said, I, on this, uh, you know, Kyle Pitts is not going to be talked about much on this episode. And we will talk about him later on down the road. But that was a really nice pass from Mariota to Pitts. And uh, it, it's just going to be a really good situation. But let's talk about the receivers. Um, right now it looks like it's going to the top four receivers is going to be running the routes for the Falcons. This is my opinion. I think obviously we have Drake London. Once he comes back for the, the small knee situation that he had, he should be fine. All of my Zacchaeus, the veteran on the team, he's going to be, uh, one of those guys, Brian Edwards, don't talk much about him, but he is really, I already know he's, he's going to be ready to go. And um, the rookie sensation, and I know I've said this only two games, but the rookie sensation, Jared Bernhardt, is probably going to be that number four guy because I don't see anybody else stepping up to take on, you know, that role of being a guy who can be an asset in the passing game. I always thought Frank Darby was going to be that guy. I actually thought Auden Tate was going to take the role of that. But Bernhardt pretty much surprise everybody he surprised me i knew that he was going to be a good athlete i knew he was going to be really fast i honestly thought that he was going to be one of the guys on special teams like doing kick returns because he has some pretty good speed but look like bernhardt is going to make this roster and that this is my four picks for receivers and why i think it should put you this is going to put a lot of us on notice a lot of people look at uh coach arthur smith as far as Running the ball, you had Derrick Henry at, at Tennessee, and all, and, and they basically used that as the way to get far in the playoffs. But it looked like Arthur Smith has his own philosophy and type of offense that he wants to run, and you you really much see it. You, you kind of seen this in last year. 
I think that Arthur Smith is a pass first type of guy. And I, I'm actually surprised that it took me this long to see this. I mean, when you saw all the receivers that came in, and I understand why all the receivers came, because we, we basically didn't have any receivers, to be honest with you. But the receivers that he's brought in and the philosophy that he's running, the, the game plan that he's running, is it's still a balanced attack. But you can tell that there's some emphasis on the on the passing game. I seen some exotic exotic. <laughs> I seen some exotic route running. Some ways to get Bernhardt open was pretty nice. The double move by Kyle Pitts to get open. Um, you actually you know had a couple other guys who was able to catch the ball. First, um, Frisker was another one. You know, even the Tyler Algier was able to catch a pass or two. This passing attack. It's going to be way better than advertised. And I know it's hard to believe that because Matt Ryan's not on the team anymore. But if you've seen any of these throws that these quarterbacks are throwing, it's going to be, you know, a fun thing to see, especially Desmond Ritter. I mean, the, the some of these passes I just throwing is like, what? This kid has it. I don't know what it is, but he got it. You know, you see a lot of rookies come in and they play fairly solid. They fall off, whatever the case may be. I don't know, but with Desmond Ritter is able to be the number two quarterback, it's not going to be that much pressure on him. Even if he's QB1, yeah, it's going to be more pressure, but they seem like they are basically run the game plan in the most simplest form for Mariota and Ritter. It just seems like these guys know what's going on before they even snap the ball. How the plays are ran, how well you be able to put um, – guys in a position to be open. I mean, just all these type of situations that just look like, man, this passing game looks much better than we thought. And it's going to, I think it's going to shock a lot of people. Now, week one, and I know we're going to skip over the Jaguars real quick because it's still preseason and I don't expect any of, I'm be honest, I don't expect many of the number ones to even play. So I'm not even going to really look into the, you know, the Jaguars game. But week one against the Saints, that's going to be a test. It's going to be a real big test for this uh, passing game because the passing game is um, going to be going up against a pretty decent secondary that the Saints have, you know, uh, and it's going to be, it's going to show us what we're, what you know, basically what we're capable of week one. But, I think with the way that Mariota has been running the offense, and I think he's going to be week one starter, even though I still think that Desmond Ritter is a threat to him. When he comes in and starts, he he already has the knowledge of the playbook. He knows how things are ran. He knows what was need to be done. And the fact that these guys are actually mobile, even if some guys aren't open, it could open up some things for the Falcons to move around, you know, We've seen Mariota move a little bit. We've definitely seen Desmond Ritter move a little bit. Felipe Franks, eh, Felipe Franks can move, but be quite honest with you, I I think Felipe Franks just need to go ahead and, and get on the tight end side of the you know of the spectrum. Go ahead and get on get on as a tight end and play at tight end. I don't think the quarterback thing is. I don't think it's, it's, it's Felipe Franks calling in the NFL. He did look a lot better as a tight end than a quarterback. So, you know, so you're probably looking at a situation where that, that may be the case. Um, but with that being said, I really feel that 
but what we have here is going to shock a lot of people. Do I still feel that this team could, you know, match what they won last year? I, I still think they can. Even though I've heard some rumblings that they're going to be starting off like at 2-5, 0-7, and, and, and um, I will say this. If the offensive line can hold up, and I've been saying this ever since Mariota came here, if the offensive lines hold up, I think we have a really good chance to shock a lot of people. A lot of people. You know, some of these teams are going to beat us because they're better overall, but they're not going to beat us because we're a bad team. We're still in the middle of trying to gel together and get things up and running. And I think we will probably sooner rather than later, but that chemistry that you need, constant repetition with passing the ball, running routes, throwing where you know where the receiver's going to get it because you have that type of connection with your receivers, that's going to take time. And I will be highly surprised I'll be highly surprised if that we're able to get the team to gel faster than than, um, than normal. You know, some people say maybe around week six, people start getting their bearings, starting to understand what the team is about, or even with a camaraderie like the quarterback, the receiver, takes them a while to get that repetition down and knowing who you're throwing the ball to. So it, it could be a situation where a few weeks – Ball placement could be kind of wonky, you know, because the chemistry is still trying to tighten up. But after, you know, week, you know, 8, 9, 10, it could be a totally different team. This is why a lot of teams that you hear about getting hot in the midseason, those are the ones you want to avoid. You want to be that team. You don't want to avoid – I mean, you want to avoid going up against that team because it's a dangerous thing, you know. So I think that – at the end of the day, I think that the Falcons' passing game is going to be really, really nice. You know, before I close, I'm just going to give you a little rundown of the four guys that I have on the screen. Drake London, I, I feel like he's going to be uh, wide receiver number one. Big, fast, possession receiver. Uh, I see, you know, what the knee thing is going to be kind of weird to see how that plays out. Because, I, I mean, I don't know. Because you don't know what the knee is doing. You don't know where it's at. You know, but to, I, I'm all for keeping him out of the rest of the preseason and wait to week one. You also look at all of my Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus can do a little bit of everything. And he play on the outside, be in a slot. I rather would like to see him in the slot more because he's probably not 100% certain. But he's probably the better, the best route runner we have. And I could be wrong because, like I said, I've, I've heard things about Drake London running routes. He looks pretty good, too. And Bernhardt has been surprising people as well. Brian Edwards is going to be the physical, you know, possession receiver. He's going to be able to block for guys down the field. I and But that, that doesn't mean he ain't going to be able to catch the ball. This kid is pretty good on top of that. So pretty good pickup by the Falcons getting him for a fifth-round pick. You can't really – you can't even ask for more than that. And last but not least, I think Bernhardt, he's going to be – and I don't want to throw his name on there too quick – Bernhardt could easily possibly be the uh, Wes Welker or, you know, uh, Julian Edelman, or even go back even further and say, you know, he could be the Tim DeWight of the team. You know, so it's just something to think about. But I think our wide receivers is much better. And I only talked about these four. I didn't talk about the other guys that are that are still here, you know, for the Falcons. So I just, you just don't know. But I think we got something special here. And I understand how people want to talk about Tyler Algier and Quadri Allison with the running game and Cordell Patterson. But 
don't sleep on these wide receivers. I think they're going to be pretty decent. I think they're going to put a lot of people on notice. Can't wait to see that. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hey, man, we're moving right along, man. 400 episode 419. We are on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you guys. Continue to support. It really helps. It goes a long way. It really does. You guys may not understand, but it really do. And I cannot, I cannot thank you guys enough. Thank you guys for making it this far. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for going through all the avenues to subscribe to the podcast. And I will see you guys on Thursday. You guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. All right, y'all. Peace.